and silence. All right, we burned we burned talking about the bear. Other than just saying, hey, people should watch this, but I Definitely think we got we got the, the we're in a good we're in a good position. We should just go. Cinematography in the bear is also amazing. Like when you think, yes, like, the trailer so seems amazing. I love dude. That's just, what the whole show looks like. Yeah, that's amazing. I yeah, yeah. I'm so out of touch with like shows lately. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, I barely saw it advertised. I, I was like, oh, check it out because I, I like Lip and then Restaurant Chicago. That's kind of like a family thing for me. And so I was like, all right. And then I saw 30 minute episodes, eight episode season. Like I can do this because that's what's been keeping me away from a lot of shows. Just like the commitment. Yeah, the commitment. Just it's an hour. And same thing with I've said about movies when they were like three hours above two hours. I'm just like, okay, when this movie's over, it's going to be this time of day. That means I have this much time left before I got to go to bed. And it just stops me. Like it gives me that, that, that. Uh, paralysis where you're just like there's dude i got i gotta choose one thing to do today well that's what's good stop me from watching what is it the rrr or is it yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. i'm an hour and a half in but i've watched like 30 other half hour shows which is like five times the length of that but it's like i got past the first r and half of the second two more r's to go it's it's an amazing movie i want to watch it I want to finish watching it. But yeah, it's it's. But the I felt like I had enough. I felt like that was good. Like I, where I stopped was good. But you know what? I I think that's valid, dude. Because like that's the that's how I play video games now. Is I don't care if I've got to the end of the video game. I care if the game has ended for me. Yeah. If I hit a point where I'm like I'm satisfied, like I've either gotten all the enjoyment I think it, that I can get out of this game, or I've seen enough of the story that I'm good. I'm good. I don't I don't feel the obsessive need to know everything about everything anymore. I'm good. But the rest of the game is it's wafer thin. Yeah, I'm good though. <laughs> it's there's this there's this awesome thing where I can just go on the internet and watch that shit if I care enough. I've been tempted to do that sometimes too. Dude, I haven't finished it and it is a fantastic video game, the Final Fantasy VII remake. It's it's fantastic. It's an utterly incredible game. And I got like halfway of the way through it and was like, all right, I'm good. Like, what? that was a blast. I'll go watch the rest of what happens. And then when I saw it, it was so impressive that I was like, all right, I'm, I will probably go back to this at some point just to experience that firsthand. That's how I am with The Last of Us. I don't have a PlayStation. Yeah. I'm never going to play it. I'm just going to watch the clips eventually. Yeah, you can go watch a couple like six hour movies over like 10 days and you'll get six the same hours. amount of story. <laughs> So welcome to Three Hours Later. I'm Matt, joined with Alex. Hey. And Hannah. It's me. And we have gathered today to talk about my choice for this episode, which was Gravity Falls. Uh, kid show, animated show. Uh, when did it start? 2012? Did it? Wow. Yeah. Uh, ran on Disney. I don't know if it was like Disney Plus, Disney, or I get, what was it back then? Disney XD. Disney XD. <laughs> XD. Yeah. Generation X. Yeah. I choked up from COVID and then on my hair, both in <laughs> the same moment. God, that that was terrible. Did the hair Sorry. get out at least, or is it still connected? No, the hair, the hair is still still in there. 
Oh God. I'm good now. Later. Let's go. Uh, so I, I had watched this show a while back and I loved it. It really hit like a, a, a good, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, did, I can't even remember the mindset back then, but like, it just, it just scratched some like itch for me and um, it had, you know, all the spooky things in there, but it wasn't like scary cause it's a good show, but it also had like crazy conspiracy stuff going on in the background. Uh, uh, lots of, hidden stuff so you had the rewatchability that is what i discovered on this one like there's so much going on in the background that you don't realize it until you get to the end of the show and then you got to rewatch and like you can see stuff happening um and it's summertime and this is a, the entire show takes place during summer so it just has that that summertime vibe uh that's all i got for the the setup for that part what did you guys think Alex, Alex, what do you think, Alex? Go. I'm gonna unmute myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so Gravity Falls to me was a show that was always around, and I've heard about it. I've seen it even in, on TikTok. Like this week, uh, the part like episode three was like City Boys, City yeah. Boys. That's Stacey's coming around. Yes, yeah, like, recording that again. That that's so it's like. I know for a fact this has like staying power. This has like meant a lot to a lot of people. It's been around. I I, I think I'm, there's one part where you wanted me to fast forward and watch a certain thing. I know about that person only because I've heard about it for so long. So, and again, I think this is why our, our podcast works so well is because I probably wouldn't have forced myself to watch Gravity Falls again if it wasn't for the challenge. And so I watched the first six episodes and went forward and watched episode 19 and 20 of season one. So I watched a total of eight episodes. Um, I totally get like, like right now I'm at work for my work. We have like this, like, it's called a campfire club. It's like, we talk cryptids, we talk horror stories and all that. Nice. And it's, it's after 4th of July, it's like Halloween season, you know, like that's the next big thing. And so, like, this was a really cool kind of like summer ween, soft. What'd you say? <laughs> There's an episode actually. I don't think you guys actually got to that one. There's an episode of summer ween where they do a Halloween episode. What'd you call me? And so, um, this was kind of a cool, like, soft, like, step towards like the Halloween stuff, which could get a lot scarier as we get along. But I think it was pretty cool. I mean, there was a lot of reflection. I was I was watching an episode. I think it was episode three where it had a, a lot of uh, like life lessons kind of caked in this this episode where they're going fishing and the the grunkle wanted family time and at, at first you get to see how he just kind of he just kind of pawned the, like these kids are arrive at his house and you see different like meaning behind some of these episodes which is like i i caught i'm not sure what the rewatch if I missed anything else, but like that episode was like really stood out in my head because even though they were like chasing a monster at the, like the whole point of the episode was your family, you could chase big monsters, but your family is the one, you know, that could be gone any moment to like enjoy a day. And I was like, this is really deep for, for yeah, the third with, episode. With, with that one, there's definitely a de uh, another layer that you don't know about until later on in the season. A lot of stuff has to do with, Old Man McGucket and uh, Stan and it, yeah, a lot more 
there's a lot more to the family stuff that's going on. Yeah, I I really didn't like it. No, I liked it a lot. It was really good. <laughs> um, I thought it was way newer than it is, though. Like, if you would if you had asked me prior to watching this, like when this show was made, I would have been like, I don't know, like 2018, 2019. And it was it's been over since 2016, I think. Hmm. Like they technically only did two seasons, but it's because it's an animated show, they broke it up over like four years. But I think I honestly I think the reason I just this wasn't on my radar is because number one, it was a Disney show. And at that time I knew Disney was making like fun cartoons, but if I was gonna watch a cartoon, I was watching like Adventure Time or um Adventure Time. Really, that was it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, regular show. Yeah. Yeah, like regular oh, I don't show. See yeah, those I think- three. I think regular show was the show I would watch for goofy comedy cartoon and adventure time was filling my, my quota of like deeper than you would think for a kid's cartoon. Yeah. And I feel bad that I I just wasn't paying attention to this. And even after like, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of like Rick and Morty and Justin Roiland. And I know that Justin Roiland and Alex, uh, Alex Hirsch are really good friends (laughs) and they like hype each other's projects. And I'd still be like, ah, that's a dumb kid show on Disney. I don't need to watch that um but yeah it's really good uh it struck me that it's a really pretty show like considering at the time this came out like the style in animation was to be like I think it was a little bit rougher it was more about character design and not necessarily like making it look like a crisp animated character Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna look at Jake the dog from Adventure Time and go what an amazing character design you're just gonna look and go like yeah it's like a few circles or ovals yeah it was a lot of stuff like weird wiggly arm characters like yeah adventure mm-hmm. time or even like uh flapjack which is great but like it's just no it's fantastic I, I love that style but to look at this and you're just like this looks expensive and it looks like really really well made yeah just that intro to like the, the when time's passing and it just it, it looks it gives you like this feeling of of like i know just the way that the, the sun is moving like you actually, actually see the shadows forming and it just, I know, yeah. it just gives me that that feeling of dusk or something well just because i'm a cool adult like yesterday my roommate and i watched um we found out that hbo max has a bunch of the old nicktoons movies on it and uh decided to get a rugrats wild thornberries fix and watch the rugrats wild thornberries movie wild thornberries and wow i haven't thought about was, that show in years i know i hadn't either and then we were like joking and i was talking about like how funny it is that the way you can tell the difference between televised animation and theatrical animation it's almost always in the shading because that takes time and time is money and they just don't have that time so i was like talking about how you know like i love the way the simpsons movie looks i think that has such a good crisp look to it because of the way they shade everything and like everything has like such distinct line work and then to watch this show because i didn't watch it until today and then i watched like 10 episodes of it um to watch this show and just go like oh holy holy crap this looks really good like the character designs are great the way they're drawn is just so crisp and like there's rules to everything even like the fact that um the the secondary lead mabel like she doesn't wear the same outfit every episode and that is yeah that's a huge thing because like that's expensive like Mm -hmm. it's so wild to me the dumb things they do in the show they're like you did not have to do that i really appreciate that you did because it builds her character like when you start noticing you're like every episode you're in a different sweater and you're like oh that's the personality is you're somebody who is constantly trying new things then you're 
fearless about what you're going to put on and what you're going to do. And like, as the show goes on, you start to love her character in a totally different way than, uh, I always forget the main kid's name. Dipper. Always for the one day Dipper. I've watched it. Dipper. <laughs> always for this one day that I've really known about it. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool, like watching her and Dipper be such different characters, but also the fact that they they always love each other and they like I was watching something earlier to, uh, after I watched a bunch of episodes and decided I was gonna keep, I, I'm gonna keep going, keep I'm gonna finish the series, <laughs> but uh. They were talking about how uh, after the first couple of episodes, Alex Hirsch put out like a, a story Bible for certain things. And one of them was for yep. the uh, for the, the relationship of the two kids. And he was just like, they can never, ever, they can be annoyed with each other, but they can never be mean to each other. Like they have to always, always like each other and be supportive of each other. Yeah, because that's like the, you can the, see the, it. The, the, the trope. And that's what the writers were falling into initially when they're writing. So that's why he had to make the, the, the his version of like a Ten Commandments type of thing is just that yeah. number one, the twins love each other like they they do not they're not you he's on my side type of thing they're they're twins there's a, a certain way that twins act and they're, there's they're, a kinship that they yeah. they you can fuck or they can fuck with each other all day but you do not fuck with the other one in front of them and it is based on him and his sister he has a twin sister um so mabel is based off of his sister and dipper is more or less based off of him mm. oh, that's um, interesting. so let me get the uh the premise out just so we can keep talking uh, before everyone else to know. So for their summer vacation, 12-year-old twins Dipper and Mabel Pines are dropped off at, from their home in Piedmont, California? Yeah. To the fictitious town of Gravity Falls, Roadkill County, Oregon, to spend the summer with their great Uncle Stan Pines, often shortened to Grunkle Stan, who runs a tourist trap called the Mystery Shack. Things are not what they seem, seem in this small town, and with the help of a mysterious journal that Dipper finds in the forest, they begin to unravel the town's mysteries. With Wendy Corduroy, Mystery Shack's cashier, Seuss Ramirez, a friend of Dipper and Mabel, and a handyman to Grunkle Stan, plus an assortment of other characters, Dipper and Mabel always have an intriguing day to look forward to. There's one thing that I really liked, too, was when the S falls off yeah, of Mystery hack. Shack. It's just, it's just off the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't go back to like it goes like someone mysteriously fixed it or whatnot. It's Mystery Hack. The rest um, of the... <laughs> Even the cap changes, and it's like that's how you got his cap. Yeah, just little things like that was so interesting. Even on the, it was the last episode of the first season. They do try to fix it, and it just falls off again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I think it's wild that this show existed because, like, again, like the fact that it was on Disney is what blows my mind because this is just so not the kind of thing they churn out. Like, the whole point with Disney and the way they do cartoons is like not serialized any episode you can just watch they commission like 40 to 60 episodes kill it and then just let those episodes cycle forever and to watch this and you're like yeah you know you could pick and choose episodes but it definitely does have a good way that it builds from from like the whole overall plot builds from one episode to the next i did do what you said matt and i skipped to the end of the first season to watch those two episodes um and i could i could see payoffs from the the half the season i had already watched and then i now i'm excited to go see the other half the season i haven't watched to see where those payoffs come from um but it's just so it's so wild it's so weird because it it also it reminded me of the way that um star wars rebels was i know it's an odd comparison but like Star Wars Rebels was a really cool show that really didn't benefit from being on Disney because that's not the kind of show they want to invest in. Mm. And so it was like bounced around the schedule and 
it probably got ended a little bit early. There were a lot of like weird filler episodes that were kind of more of like a editorial edict that those episodes were there versus being what the story that they wanted to tell was. And like, this doesn't fall into those traps. Yeah, that's the coolest part of this is that uh, Harish got to, he had a plan for just two seasons and that's all that this is. So he got to tell his story beginning to end. It didn't end early. It didn't like drag on for 20 seasons. It was just, this is what he wanted to do. He did it super rare at this point of media. So I also think that was pretty cool. And then um, there's a thing on Twitter. You should go on his Twitter. Uh, he recently posted, because you're talking about how it's on Disney. It doesn't belong in Disney. He, po- he posted like a lot of his battles he had to do with the Disney censorship for the show. Mm. And so he just released like a whole list of like things that they sent back to him to remove. And he's just like, no, but this um, is pretty funny. So I actually it, had just read that. Yeah. Oh, really? That's fine. It really as like I'm always like a TV purist too. And so it really like bothered me so much to skip so many episodes. Yeah. I'm like the one that like for Parks and Rec, I have to watch season one because I have to know what's good or bad about it. Um, so but I definitely finishing the last two and knowing there's a general, there's an overarching connection yeah. for sure. Like I I and yeah, it's they not, don't they don't get to that until that point. That's why I wanted you to watch that um, since we're going to talk about it at least. But um, yeah, I mean, the rest of those episodes are great too. I like, go back and watch those. Just I needed to talk about this part of it at least um, for today. So that's why I wanted you to skip, but I totally get that. Well, that's the funny thing, thing too, is that like, like Alex was saying earlier about how even not watching this, how it's just kind of hit pop culture in a, in a big, bad way over the last decade. Like, when you said I need you to, I need the introduction of Bill Cipher. I I knew exactly who that was. Like I didn't know the names of the, the two main characters. I didn't. I I think I knew Grunkle Stan just because it's such a weird word. And I, I'm sure people had said it around me. But like you said, Bill Cipher. I'm like, oh yeah, the little the little pyramid guy. Yeah, the little Dorito. And uh, and like just the two episodes I watched today that had him in it, I was like, oh okay, I'm actually. And also just knowing about him through pop culture, watching the earlier episodes, like I caught him multiple times in like yeah. the opening theme song or like where it's hidden. And I'm like, oh, I guess he's not in this show as much as I thought he was. But if you find out that he's in it, the amount he should be mm-hmm. because there's a very specific story being told. And to get into how weird the show is or how deep, I guess, the show is, there's things hidden throughout it. Um I don't know if either of you noticed, like at the end credits, there's a bunch of weird letters at the bottom of the the, the last credit. His weird ciphers. Yeah. So there's ciphers going on. Um, this was like a real, you know, I wasn't I wasn't there when it was first airing. I learned about the show after, at least after the first season. I think I was watching while the second season aired. I can't remember, but people were like piecing together these clues, and it was kind of cool. And, you know, it's it's always intriguing to me that people could catch on because I'm stupid. I'm super stupid. And like, I would never like do the thing that these people do. And so what people would do at the, the, the first season, the first episode, every episode begins with a whisper at the, the end of the title of the opening credits. And it's backwards. It is something is whispered in a backwards language. Hmm. And so people would take that, you know, reverse it. And the first episode says um, three letters back. And so that gave him a clue to what type of cipher was being used for the end credits. And so there's the Caesar cipher. So you replace the letters of the alphabet. You basically space it backwards. So if you move the alphabet three letters, 
the the beginning of the alphabet starts with the letter D. And so you would match D on the the whatever the gibberish is, and that would be A. And so it would spell out things. And a lot of it's just like a bunch of just random stuff, but eventually it starts like giving you hints about Stan and like a lot of secrets. Uh, for the first ep six episodes that we have at the end of the credits, uh, episode one just says, welcome to Gravity Falls. Episode two says, next week, return to Butt Island. Uh, episode three says, he's still in the vents. That's the one with the wax figures. So yeah. It's, uh, what's his face? Still in the vents. Larry King. Yeah. yeah. Actually Such voiced by Larry, Larry King, by the way. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Episode four, Carla, why don't you call me? Episode five, Onwards, Oshima. And that was the crazy dolphin that Mabel was riding when she was eating all the, uh, the, the fun dip in the, inside the convenience store. And then the episode six, that's when they stopped using the Caesar cipher. Uh, the cipher says, Mr. Cesarian will be out next week. Mr. Atbush will substitute. And so people picked on that the cipher is changing from the Caesar cipher to the Atbash, at sorry, Atbash uh, type of cipher. And each episode has something different. It just kind of the cipher switches after so many episodes. Um, they hide stuff that's going to pay off later, even with uh, what's his face, the, the time traveler, uh, Blendon, Blandon, yeah, voiced by Justin Roiland. If you go back to those episodes where they were time traveling or he was time traveling, he's there. He's in the background doing shit. Yeah, dude, the. It, it takes a very skillful hand to be so serialized, but also like, again, you could, I could pick any episode I've watched out, hand it over and just be like, watch it. It's entertaining. And you would get within 10 seconds what the characters are about, what the the plot's going to be. And they go forward and it's really funny. But again, like, because again, just, just knowing the little bits I knew, I've already started picking up on things. And all I can think about is like how cool it must've been before this was like a pop culture phenomenon to watch it and then go back and rewatch it and have that like actual mm. legitimate moment where you're like, wait, hold on, I've seen this before. And then like having to go back and reference other episodes. Like it's, it, like, it, it's really, really well done. I feel like it's almost like a kid's version of uh, Venture Brothers. Yeah. Cause like there's huh. a ton of stuff in the background that pays off after watching this show. Like, oh yeah, there's Brick Frog over there or something. Or like St. Cloud's asking for a picture of sarah jessica parker parkour well sarah it's weird. War, that was what it was it's weird because like i don't know like i also was ready for this show to have a mean edge just because the second somebody's friends with justin Roiland, i'm like okay well i like i love justin Roiland, but i feel like to be like super good friends with him you, you just have to have that same kind of like wrecked mentality here and there and it doesn't. It's it's ultimately a very sweet story so far. I know it seems like it goes to some tragic places here and there, but like the core of it is this really sweet group of people that you care about. Um, I think it's which the is Harmon people that you're thinking of. Not the I, I think people. no, but that's <laughs> what I think it is because like I like legitimately I was thinking about this while you were talking earlier about like the relationship between the two kids, and you're saying like they had they wrote those ten commandments. So like I just rewatch, I not rewatch. I just watched it the first time the third season of Solar Opposites, and I remember thinking about that during watching that season, where it's like it's funny that they make sure that no matter what happens, you always feel like the four aliens love each other, like they truly do give a shit about each other. Yeah. Um, and especially like the two pairs, like it's the the two kids are 
they'll talk shit to each other and they, they try to one up each other. But at the end of the day, they're, they're on the same mission, trying to get the same things and supporting each other. And like, same with um, Terry and Corvo, the two adult ones where it's like, they have insane adventures, but at the end of the day, a lot of them just come down to like, the message is just like, Hey, you should just love the people around you. And, Hmm. and like follow their flights to fancy. Sometimes, sometimes they're going to show you cool stuff. Other times you make a society inside of a wall. It's all anyone but, really cares about. It's just the wall. It was all I cared about till this season where now I actually give a shit about every, there's three now, three main storylines happening and I care about all three of them. Cause there's I'm the, not, I'm not super far into the third season. Dude, it's, it, it's, I very much enjoyed it. It's a good season, but yeah, but I, but that's the thing is like that show is over the top gross and very much not for kids, but it does have that same underlying sense of love that this show has that I dig. And it made me, both shows have made me like retroactively not enjoy Rick and Morty as much because as much as I do love that show and the care it's made with, it's just so goddamn cynical that like yeah. sometimes it's hard to watch. And I forgot like how pleasant it is to just watch a show where it's like, you know that no matter what happens at the end, the good guys are going to win. Like, it's okay to know that. It's okay for media to, to be happy and make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get it. You're sad. You made a cartoon about it. Yeah. Yeah, I binge watched the last two seasons of Rick and Morty when I had COVID. And it was, it felt recycled. Like I felt like I watched it before. It's like, oh, it's, okay. Yeah. What's the most hidden message that they're going to come back to? And a lot yeah. of it felt. It felt to me like it was a combination of, oh, okay, okay. You think every dumb thing we do is funny? We'll we'll, we'll do something even dumber and see where the line was, yeah. and that culminates in incest, baby. <laughs> and then, um, uh, watching Solar Opposites, the whole point is like just showing that nothing breaks them up. But then again, just watching the show it was just it was just pleasant. Like I enjoyed it the same. Again, I'm going to keep doing the comparison. I know it's not quite fair, but like. The same way I enjoy Adventure Time, where I know I'm going to get a fun little story that will hopefully advance an overall plot that's way deeper than it should be for what it is. But at the end of the day, it's always about like just two people that give a shit about each other and how that's the power that wins over everything. Just it made me feel good. Also, I've been watching Evil a lot and that show's dark and I needed something happy. You need something bright. You need a balance. Uh, funny to bring up uh, Rick and Morty because, yeah, Justin Roiland at least did some voices on gravity falls and he and alex searcher are friends and this is a disney show a kid show and rick and morty is an adult swim adult show but they have a crossover that happens which is kind of fun and it, i don't think anyone like gave permission they just did like a a sneaky thing and it hasn't happened yet for you guys in the show it's going to happen early on in season two there's some portal stuff going on and you see two items in Gravity Falls leave through a portal. And on an episode of Rick and Morty, you see those two items fall through a portal. Yeah, that that's that was the first time I heard of Gravity Falls. was like somebody's like, did you know that in this show, they blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. And then I guess, cool. um, speaking of uh, Alex, you were talking about how it was it's still, cool. like, re- relevant with like TikTok and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's even so relevant that in that, uh, that new game, Stray, the one with the cat, you you can oh, see, yeah. you can see the journal in cat. No way. 
And that's it's chippy too because it's only what 22, 20, no, 20 episodes per season. Yeah, around there. Yeah, 40 episodes. And we're still talking and referencing it a decade later. I guess they did some shorts too. I haven't watched those, but I need to. I popped up. I almost started watching it by accident. It's like, wait, these are really short at episodes. Least, <laughs> at least four times I've accidentally clicked that <laughs> thing. Yeah. Well, the, one of the funny, like, I thought was like one of the funnier episodes that I watched was the, the Manators. Yeah, like, that was so good. The whole thing was tackling Af- toxic Alf- masculinity. <laughs> Alfred Molina voiced the multi bear. Oh, really? <laughs> I feel like once you get once you know somebody that can get Alfred Molina on the phone, you can get him to do whatever you need. Like yeah, he's just that's, down. That's probably why. Uh, spoiler, slightly spoiler. Next season has J.K. Simmons as the main character. Just somebody knew somebody who could get J.K. Simmons on the phone. And he read it and he was like, "All right, man." Yeah. Do I have to shave my crazy beard? No, I'm in. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, is don't, Parker going to be there? No, with this Drummond movie. Photos? Now, is God, season dude. two, is it still all the same summer? Yeah. Like season one? Okay. Yeah, so it's going to continue that same summer. I, there's there's a world where in like five or ten years, this gets option, not even option because Disney owns it, but this becomes like a live action series. Because I could absolutely like, with the exception of a few over the top goofy things, like um, like the the gnome, the, the gnome Voltron. Um, <laughs> there's so much of it. When I was watching it, I was just like, this would be a good just episode of a show. Like I would Stranger Things. Yes, I, I literally. I mean, it was during the uh, the wax statue episode. I was just watching it. And I'm like. There's a hilarious X Files episode in here. Like, there is an absolutely charming and funny live action, like watching the wax figures move stupidly. And I don't know. It, it's, it, I don't, I don't like to think that way. Like, I don't think most cartoons should become live action because they were cartoons. There's a reason they're a cartoon. Um, I wish I prepared the picture. Uh, me and a group of friends dressed up as characters from the show, but I, I didn't want to put it up because one of them is kind of, spoilery but you wouldn't know who they are if you haven't seen them but i was i was i was grunkle stan and i can't find my hat i have a hat somewhere i don't know what i, what I did with it and stacy has a maple sweater that she made were you grunkle yeah you got mad grunkle energy oh yeah i was grunkle stan like i even put like like white stuff on my beard just to kind of thin it out and rosed up my my nose mysterious white stuff yes hannah just got just got <laughs> well i was just thinking you got like flour thrown at you kind of it was baby powder yeah. Oh, um, I drunkenly met Alex Hirsch one day. He was drunk, I, or you were drunk, or both? I I was. I don't know if he was because I was. <laughs> but nice. uh, uh, I I had no idea what the hell Gravity Falls was, and so like I I I think back on that day, like man, I had the opportunity just to talk about Gravity Falls with that guy, and I was just like cool, and then I left. <laughs> I feel like given the way the show is like voice too, because like the voices are so good, but a, for as many of them are done by very famous people, a lot of them are done by people where I'm like, you're not even a big name in animation. You just have a great voice. I feel like if you'd gone up to him and been like, I want to be in your show, he'd be like, all right, we'll find one. See, that's the fantasy I had in my head too. Like, that's the thing I think about in the shower. Like, I mean, Alex Hirsch, I could have been a character. I could have yeah. been a manator. You could be Grunkle. I, he's Grunkle. Can I, just, I can't replace Just that. pull the that's whole like. I, you don't need to pay me. Like I'll do it. Like for, like we can just pretend I'm I'm union and I won't be. No, I was working at Best Buy. I needed to get paid. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not the best pay. Nope. <laughs> you can't have the best buy if they have the best pay. That just doesn't go together. Uh, later on, speaking of the voice actors, uh, I think like the the series finale in season two, Louis C.K. does a voice and then all the Louis C.K. shit happened. So they actually had to go back and take his voice out and replace it. Damn. <laughs> they replaced with somebody who's going like, oh, man, and, like make him sound real stupid. I think it was <laughs> Alex Hirsch doing a Louis C.K. impression. <laughs> Just him going constantly like, I, I don't endorse jerking off in front of women without their consent or even with it. It's not a good thing to ask. Is this okay? Like, even if they say, okay, you got to examine the relationship between you and that person and the dynamic of power. And if that consent is really valid. Are you saying it's because of the implication? It's 100% the implication. <laughs> the best thing about the implication is that you watch it and you're like, oh, that's real. Um, one of the coolest things about the show, too, is uh, both of you had the background, but now, Hannah, you, you became a coward and uh, switched to the puking gnome. But well, the, I can go back to it. I just like the puking gnome. The, I, that, just for, for context, every episode has an, uh, essentially a credit scene that plays that is part of the story, but doesn't necessarily have to be part on some of the episodes. And one of them was just this this dude vomiting for two minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a good long time of just nothing but the sound of <laughs> and the sparkling rainbow flying out. Um, but Alex, the one behind you is at the end of every episode. And at this point, I think you guys can kind of piece out what's happening there, at least with the symbols in the circle. Oh. Mine's the pride version. <laughs> it's not enough green. Look, we, we'll get to everybody eventually. Oh, man. But yeah, you, there, there's a representative reach symbol there. Oh, you don't know them all yet, but I, I'm pretty sure you know a few. Oh. So, funny thing, and I don't want to get, I can't get too into it because number one, this is something I want you guys to watch. I've talked about it a lot. Um, and number two, it does give away spoilers. But uh, man, oh man, this is real familiar if you watch the, the show Evil. It's kind of shocking how similar a certain plot point is to this whole thing right here. Like to the point where like, because I told you guys like that show feels like live action anime. Hmm. The end of the second season hits with one of those weird moments where I'm like, this was an anime. This would be the room where they walk in and all the well-dressed shitty people are sitting there smugly because because they just won. <laughs> oh, it's so good. We're going to talk a lot about evil at some point in the near future. You and I can't wait. Trap, Yugi boy. That's what it feels like. 100%. Yugi boy. <laughs> <laughs> but like even down to like what you're talking about like each symbol stands for somebody i'm like yeah 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 symbols are great symbols are a great way to uh build out your mythology it turns out don't look up alex okay. i'm watching i was actually read the first one no no <laughs> but i mean i could tell i know the question yeah mark. You, you at this point you know some all all of them haven't been revealed yet as far as what, what you've seen uh, uh, i want to know now i'm not gonna go when... through 20 well i don't know what Six, there's just at least 32. one character that i don't want to be spoiled that's 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 the main thing like i don't it's want me i was the you. character I didn't know what the show was but i was on it you know what i knew it oh shit sorry the speaking of solar opposites they just announced the halloween special Ooh. i, I didn't yeah, know they Comic-Con. had a they had like a christmas special i didn't know oh, that it was that so existed. good it was so good i just noticed that when i started season three i highly recommend watching it. it's pretty good 
Um, but I think that's all that I have to say about Gravity Falls. It is a fantastic show. It still holds up. It's not super old, but it came out six. No, Jesus. Ten Dude, years ago. It, 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 is old. it holds up. It holds up like it came out yesterday. It's so good. Um, it is super rewatchable. It has all the things that I like. All You know, just the, 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 the mystery of things, the cryptids almost and. It's 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 rare where you get cryptids and fun. Like you usually don't get both. You get yeah. cryptids and terrifying or fun and goofy. But like this is, this is just a fun ass adventure. And then just the 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 extra layer if you really want to dive into it, just the the the, the, the cryptic aside from the the cryptids. Um, it almost has like that ARG feel to me, and that's that's what I really dig. And just kind of like trying to scramble around, scramble around trying to figure out the deeper meaning of everything. But I suggest it. It's not going anywhere. It's on Disney Plus. I think it's also on Hulu still. Well, Check it probably it is. Yeah, everyone should watch it. It's very good. Very, 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 very easy to watch. Joe Bob says, "Check it out." I I do find it. I don't know. Again, I think it's just because I spent so much time in the last decade watching Adventure Time that the idea of having a half hour episode broke me. I was just like thirty or twenty two minutes. Oh, who has the time for this? <laughs> Isn't that? Was Adventure Time fifteen minutes? Adventure Time was eleven minute episodes. Oh wow! But it's a it's a shitload of eleven minute episodes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I kind of I was like after watching this, I was like, you know what? I think I kind of appreciate the fact that it's only forty standard length episodes. Yeah. I was kind of bummed that I didn't get to watch it till just now because like things like we talked about this before on the podcast, like Wandavision. I love like the whole people would guess and, and, yeah. and try to figure out things. Yeah. And I would have loved to like been a part of it because even now there's like, I, I saw YouTube videos explaining in depth and I probably won't go that in depth now that's been, but I want to watch every episode, mm-hmm. see, you know, just to, for the ride and then have a YouTube video explain everything that I missed. But well, and it's not I, the same because like when, not, you're watching, no. when you're watching the YouTube videos for a show that's currently airing, it's the you get the fun fan theory episodes. Yes, versus like with this instead, it's like let me tell you what it's about. I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to know what it's about, but also I enjoy the wild conjecture. Of like, I okay, five, what's this mean though? I want to see the wild swings for animorphs. I could do a 20 minute for <laughs> <laughs> Gravity Falls. So it is funny though because I, I did watch a few YouTube videos before we recorded today, and a lot of them were like just like season one. And so it, they did give their theories at the end of their video. I'm just like, oh. you dumb bitch. That's not you, it at all. You idiot. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> check, check out this moron. So I love watching like, old, old new Rockstar videos where they're like, we're going to examine the all new trailer from Thor Ragnarok. And you're like, you idiots. Yeah. You dumb idiots. You, you thought that the... You thought Mjolnir was going to get broken in an alley because they showed that to you? Ha! You think Hulk's going to fight? You think yeah, Hulk you, is you actually going to do shit? Any you point? think Hulk's gonna blast out of that armor? That would be cool, wouldn't it? Too fucking bad. <laughs> you think, uh, did you hear that he's that they don't know what to do with Hulk because he's really not the Hulk at this point, just a really smart guy that kind yeah. of occasionally fights. What, what was the whole thing with Universal? Like, wasn't that the issue they, too? They like can't Bruce make us something they can have Hulk be in whatever they want, but they can't make a Hulk movie because hmm. Universal has the rights to the Hulk in the Hulk as a movie, but Marvel has the rights to put the Hulk in movies. It's really, it's the same. Um, 
it's kind of similar to the Spider-Man thing where they can, Marvel can put Spider-Man in stuff with an agreement from Sony, but they can't make a Spider-Man movie without Sony. Then the difference is Spider-Man money is billions of dollars versus Mm -hmm. Hulk money is like probably 500 million, which it's so wild that that's not enough. It sucks because I would, I would really like an actual good Hulk movie now with, I don't know, with everything going on. What's the, it's, it's, it's the problem they run into in the comics with the Hulk too, which is like every good run you've ever heard about for the Hulk is because they reinvent what the character is. <laughs> or send him to another planet. Yeah, because yeah. when you just go like, it's the Hulk, you hit a point where you're like, hey, he's angry and he gets big. <laughs> is he smart or dumb? We can figure that out. I don't the best, know. The best line from Seuss was, apparently this guy gets really mad when he gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, Seuss is great. Love Seuss. Oh man, that's such a good character. Also that. Hispanic representation. Hell yeah. Love the show. Yeah, yeah we're and without like anybody calling attention to it, which yeah, was like great. he's not like, like oh, hey, I like tacos a... or something. It's just like yeah, no way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> for a decade ago, they're just like, no, it's just a dude. Yeah, he's just funny. He's Seuss, he says dumb things and he he's like the one character everybody is on board with, no matter who they are. They're like, Seuss is good people. <laughs> um God, dude. Yeah, it's just it's a good show. I'm I'm gonna watch. I'll probably watch the rest of the first season tonight or tomorrow and then finish it off before I go back to work from COVID. Yeah, it really does take off in season two. I hope, hope you guys do finish it because it is it is fun. It is very fun. That's what I was reading before we started recording today was that like season one was more the proof of concept for what season two was going to get up to. I think that's, that was the thing too. My, when crazy. I when I chose it, most of my memory was of season two, I guess. Because then when I was watching this, I was like, when are they going to get to the things? Oh yeah, it turns out they 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 have to throw a lot of stuff at you and make sure they can trust you before they let you in on the crazy shit. Yeah. And it oh gets, man, do they let you in on it? It gets it gets crazy. That's <sighs> awesome. So JK in Simmons. Other, yeah, in JK Simmons news, in the in who's the good JK? It's still Simmons. <laughs> Rowling just can't get it together. Um I wish he wrote the book. God, I pretend Imagine. he did. Makes me feel better about it. <laughs> They uh, changed the name to the, uh, you see the, what's that, Quidditch? Oh, Quidditch, yeah. They changed it to like quad ball or something. Dude, like, I don't want to get too hard into it, but like she is, this isn't, so, okay, okay. I know for a handful of people that listen, they're going to be upset that we're talking shit, or I'm talking shit on J.K. Rowling. In my opinion, she's earned all of it. How can you specifically have shit to talk about J.K. Rowling? I know, it's so weird. Who who would have thought between J.K. Rowling and J.K. Simmons it'd be the the wizard boy author who's the one that invalidates my existence every 10 minutes? (laughs) Not the fucking old white man. He seems like he's a cool dude. No, but like, she's been off the deep end on the trans issues for a while. And she's been kind of toxic, but like, even I was like, okay, we don't need to pretend she didn't write the fucking books. Like, we just don't need to. Like, it was is that weird thing where I'm trying to be like, I get why people love her. I just wish they understood why I don't, but whatever. But like, she's lately been getting into some stuff. Yeah. And like, like having very much the wrong people agree with her in a big bad way where you have to be like, hey, hey, Joe, if those people are agreeing with you, Oh, nuts. That's not a great look. Why did she get Quidditch with a really, really big Q? The, oh, God. <laughs> but, like, the craziest shit is, like, how her name has just, especially in the last couple months, become so fucking radioactive that even things that are, like, 
look, we're a fake sport from a from a goddamn kids book series, and we have to like be like, uh, I don't know. What like, is it called now? Quad ball. Quad ball. Is that like a, a Krogan game? Yeah. <laughs> quad ball sounds like it's like the side game in Final Fantasy 16. Like, enjoy the hot new area and also play quad ball. Quad ball, quad ball, quad ball. We have quad ball with microtransactions to make your quad hits harder. Hell yeah. Quads. Ball. Yeah, she went, she went bananas. I'm still curious about that Harry Potter game, though, goddammit. <laughs> I'll never give anyone shit for, like, supporting it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Was that the? I don't know how I'd react if it came out that George Lucas was a flaming psychopath. I'd still be like, I know he's not writing it though. I can watch Star Wars. Was that the the Pokemon Go Harry Potter game, or is there another one? No, no. The uh, there's one coming out made by Avalanche later this hmm. year. It's the open world Harry Potter. It looks legitimately kind of awesome. Hmm. Uh, it's made by the guys who made um, the Mad Max game that was really good. Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta actually finish that game. But. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know why I like before she went off the deep end. Like I fell off of Harry Potter uh, pretty soon I, after the movies came out. I, I I have my reasons for never really loving Harry Potter, and a lot of it just comes with working at bookstores during the height of that shit. But like, I just want to go on record. I was an early early adopter of the like. I don't know if this J.K. lady seems as, is as cool as she seems. <laughs> it's like something reading about it, and just going like. Mm-hmm. Those goblins are a little interesting the way you're writing them. All bankers, huh? Okay. Okay. But it's okay. It's like Star Wars. How, how would you describe in the, tra- what they look like? in, in the trade federation? 100%. Same kind of <laughs> shit. So there was that, and then there's the like, wait. I think Dumbledore's gay. And you're like, wait, the books are done, though. She's like, I know, but he's gay. And you're like, yeah, oh. but he's gay in my head. And so it was like when she was doing all that stuff where she's like, well, actually. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, unless you publish it in a book, though, it's just you saying some shit. Like, doesn't she's matter. doing her own fanfics. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, Dumbledore's fanfic is so hot. Let me tell you about it. And then the publisher was like, no, you can't. She's like, okay, well, he's super gay. Also, I had more ethnic people in, in the school. I just never wrote about them. <laughs> They're there, though. Yeah, dude. You got the three, uh, so many things were so many things where it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't have noticed it if you didn't keep doing dumb stuff that makes me start noticing everything. It's like damn at that point just write another book like just stop trying to rewrite the ones that you did. Well, the problem is she did write multiple books and yeah. now they're uh, under the name Robert Galbraith. <laughs> there, whoa, there's some 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 I don't even want to call it subtext. There's some just text about how much she does not like trans people in those books. And the boy who was a boy. uh in the second i think it's the second of those books like the main killer is trans but like 1980s cop movie version of a trans person like Mm. buffalo bill trans and then like um... even the name robert galbraith if you go look it's like ooh, joe you you had to have googled that name before you started writing books (laughs) under it and you see what that dude was known for but okay you do you kid I call her Joe Hmm. because JK is only Simmons. JK, JK. Oh, man. Oh, so what I was going to say before I went on, I made us all go on a JK, not JK Simmons. That's one of the names. (laughs) Uh, It's not great, man. Don't look, look, if you like the Harry Potter books, I don't. 
Okay, well then dig in. You're gonna find some shit. No, I, I don't know. I just want to stay away from <laughs> all that. Just watch Gravity Falls. It's very yes, toxic. Will do. Yeah, it's the Gravity opposite Falls of Gravity toxic. Falls. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, did you guys see that randomly tomorrow, Deadpool and Logan are gonna be on Disney Plus? They'll be the first yeah. movies on the service. It's interesting, that. right? It's interesting. interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. There's the an X Men panel tomorrow. Huh. It's also really interesting that, like, uh, for no good reason, Hot Toys is releasing a Wolverine figure of uh, Wolverine from Days of Future Past because that movie is not new at like all. Throwing no, or bread good. crumbs at me right now. I didn't even it's think It's real about weird. This. <laughs> it's real weird. I'm starting to look at shit and I'm like, are they going to do something well, the, the, the first thing that popped in my head, though, is that it was weird that they're doing that when that was the whole reason why they have Hulu, right? Like that was mm-hmm. where the mature content was supposed to go. Yeah, because it was like basically overseas. Disney had a separate in Disney Plus. There's a separate app called Star that's only for the adult stuff. And then in America, you just have Hulu where they're just like, yeah, just dump all fuck shit on there. But they really, really want to be able to say for some reason, they really want to say, hey, look, here's Wolverine and Deadpool. Wonder what they need that for. Interesting. There's a panel tomorrow. Yeah, the pan- the X Men panels tomorrow, July twenty specifically X Men, like they said, X Men panel. It's specifically an X Men panel. Um, it was because uh, they're gonna show footage from X Men ninety seven. Oh, okay. But there's just been here. Let me look it up. I, I gotta find this because, like, I went down a rabbit hole today. You know who's doing a Simpsons panel? The Simpsons. Alex Hirsch. <laughs> oh, is he, dude, yeah, yeah, that he's moderating. I was reading about him today. Oh, awesome. He's a big fan of the Simpsons. I mean, I th- I don't know how you can be in our age ranges and not be in some point a fan of the simpsons just through osmosis it's very specific people that want attention and just say i don't like simpsons you're a fucking liar you yeah think I, that- I it must be nice to to be able to be like i just don't like it like okay have fun have, have fun not liking things yep but you're just gonna ask me i'm not allowing ads ign get the fuck out of here the cheek on them to ask me to give them money. It seems now Dungeons and Dragons are more and more into, like, we're going to get this wave of more D&D content. Do it. I'm, I'm, I want to know what's going to happen with the next actual edition of the of the game. I, I, I So what's your opinion of the movie? I'm excited. Like, I'm very I mean, intrigued by I, the game. But I'm, like, coming, I'm coming from, yeah, the uh, uh, Jeremy Irons movie. Did I? Was that the first one? Because yeah. there's two, right? Yeah. The Wait, Marlin, is there Marlin, a second one? There's a second one. I've never watched it. But, I mean, yeah, I'm coming off of that one. And so I'm excited because this looked watchable. It did. It, it looked fun. It's you know got what some I names mean, in there. It's got, got uh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez to can herself. Michelle Rodriguez doing what I feel like she was born to do. Literally she's the one person every... I saw and I was like, oh. Yeah, it's a good role yeah. for you, man. Literally playing every I'm single, here for it. Every single so one of uh, Stacey's characters because that's all she plays is a barbarian. I also, I, I know I know the Albert thing isn't quite correct, but like, I dig the way, actually, like the fact that they made her look like actually, a fucking druid. Like the second you saw her, you're like, she's a druid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the second she starts going, I'm like, all right, all right. I like it, this. This, is, no, this seems it was, fun. It was funny because in the game I'm running, we actually were having this conversation of, if the druids can turn into an owlbear because I had them fight an owlbear. You have no no leg to stand on now. <laughs> well, no, I do. The rules. But uh, I was like, okay. They showed the it. They're going to be like, oh, let me show my rebuttal is uh, the fucking movie. What do they spend more money on? <laughs> your rules or this special effect? Technically the rules, I think. 
Um, but yeah, I was just like, all right, well, it's in the, it's in the trailer. I'll allow it. <laughs> I actually think they retcon owlbears in the game to prevent druids from wild shaping into them. Anyway, I'm excited. Hold on, I'm looking up the X-Men stuff. What time is that? That's what I'm looking for because I want to know what time this specific panel is. I mean, it, it also makes sense. Like, if they are going to do it, like, I keep saying this X-Men panel, but it totally makes sense to do it in Hall H. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's just, like, they bring out Hugh Jackman to announce the new Wolverine, which is clearly going to be Taron Egerton, unless that kid just decided to get ripped as shit for no good reason. <laughs> um, Are we going to do a Comic-Con? episode i mean we we well it's currently going it's gonna depend on how big the news is but like it's it's feeling right now like there might be some shit happening there in a good way it was like it like the marvel the marvel panels starting to sound pretty intense and the fact that marvel's not coming out to because they'll never deny, deny stuff if they don't have to but they'll also like they know how to control the news cycle. So right now things are spinning out of control. And if there was something where they had to tamp, like, tamp down expectations, they'd say it. They'd be like, hey, we're not going to have any announcements about X-Men. We're not going to have any announcements about this. They're not saying that. And I think that says a lot because I know like the big oh, yeah. the big uh, things I keep seeing is like, number one, like the almost definite definitive is that we get a fantastic forecast and director announcement. Um. It sounds like we might get the first hint of X-Men stuff there, like aside from this whole Ryan Reynolds. Uh, well, and then that would like to end with the, I, I still haven't watched it, but I guess the ending of Ms. Marvel. Yeah, which yeah. is huge. Like such a, they, I, I, I know you said you haven't watched it yet, Matt, but it's been spoiled for you and it, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's a two second thing. But like, not only does uh what's his name say the word mutation which literally marvel has legally not been allowed to say up until they own fox but like just to make sure you get what they're laying down they play the x-men theme song like in the background in the music you hear like right as he says like there's a mutation it's like um so like they're clearly hitting at some stuff I mean, that's not even a hint at that point. They're they're clearly saying they're about yeah, to do some shit. They're, they're declaring. Yeah, they're 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 Babe Ruth declare. playing at the wall, like saying, "I'm going to hit that baseball so hard." <laughs> I declare. And I'll probably mutation. do a lot of really problematic mutation. things. But uh, yeah, it sounds like Marvel's going to throw some stuff down. I I think like I haven't read anything about this, but like because I know people are talking about like how D twenty three is really soon too. And Marvel also has done big announcements there. I wouldn't be shocked if they split up and they say like they'll do movie announcements at Comic-Con because like the eyes of the world are going to be on it there. That's the first Comic-Con we've had in two and a half years, three years. Um, Like a proper one. Um, So I could absolutely see them going like, hey, we'll announce all of our movies here and we'll show you all this stuff from the Disney Plus series at D23 because that makes more sense because D23 seems to be about like, now pay for Disney stuff. I'm looking to see when that is. Now I wonder if there, is there going to be a D&D panel? That was today. Well, I don't okay. know if there, there was a there was a panel that had the D&D trailer premiere. 
because I'm curious that what's uh, happen Hugh, with the, uh, Hugh Grant and um, Chris Pine were out. Prime Minister Hugh Grant. Uh, are you, he's just are playing you, a bad guy in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, are you I caught up know? with Critical Role, by the way? No, I'm not gonna. Like, I've, I've just accepted I can't do it's so actual plays. Too. Like, I really can't. Yeah. I, I want to, and like, that's all cool, and I love what it spawned, but I, I can't do such a, a long format of a of a every of week that's yeah. hardcore i i, I like this is coming from like watching 30 episodes of like season yeah two. and then they've taken more breaks during this time too but apparently like calamity is like a four episode one and it that's a must watch people are saying that's like sean's like sean and uh mother friend caitlin said this is the best showcasing of a dnz role play um and like the the season finale is like five hours it's but it is a great story and storytelling so i i love that they make those but i'm with matt on it like i just i just can't like i've i've enjoyed some of the D &D, um i can't remember what they call it but like there are like all one-off adventures or short like a couple (laughs) like shorter adventures yeah what they've been doing on g4 has been awesome yeah because it's like an hour long i can mm -hmm. i can do that i can't do a forever forever episode every week yeah, and that's what gets me is like I could even do a four hour episode if it's the whole adventure, but it's like yeah, and four you, hours today you, and yeah. get your ass back you, there next week. If you miss a week, then guess what? Next week you got eight hours and it's just avalanche. That's where I'm there. at right now. I'm yeah. behind yeah. forty hours at least. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did try to watch this current season, but then I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. I stopped after Dorian so, left, and I Alex, was too sad. <laughs> you now know my pain with the way Giant Bomb imploded over the last few years. <laughs> Yeah, I because I, I don't even know like, what Giant can, Bomb is. I'm not even gonna I was lie. Like, I don't I know if it's a do podcast a or podcast. yeah, it's, it's a network. It's a, it's, it's it's a, a large website. bomb. What don't you get? But like, they they're famous for doing a weekly three hour podcast about video games. It's fantastic. And then three of the guys from Giant Bomb leave, and they start doing a multi hour a week like podcast and streaming. And then Dan Reichert has left, and he was doing like three to five hour podcast with fire uh fire escape and then fucking jeff gersman leaves he's doing three to four hour podcasts and i'm just like all right well i love all of you but i cannot listen to any of you now yep i very re-listened to ours yeah i, I <laughs> yeah. lived it i lived it i lived it. i'm good <laughs> i'm 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 lucky to make it through my bim bam every week this at this point so What'd i can't, I can't keep I, up with that what'd you call it i haven't listened to bim bam in years now so good um, they uh yeah. they had a weird period when they got rid of Yahoo Answers and really kind of fucked the show up for a while, but they at least acknowledged it and knew it, and they now they're back on it. I think they, it's they Travis made, started to, to really like uh just bug me. Like he got too too grating. Yeah, but then he like rolled with it in a way where I feel like now it's the right level of it. Maybe. Like but, his uh, games are still bad, but they but he knows they're bad. Like whenever he says "riddle me piss," there's like you can hear the "I'm sorry, guys" in his in his voice. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I want to know what's going to go on with D and D in the future, as far as like the game yeah. the because this has probably been the longest that we've had an edition be still current. This is you know around where we'd be getting like sixth edition or something, but it looks like well, we're just getting like five point five or just five is just going to keep continuing because it's just this how big it's been since this edition's come out i know there's supposed to be some isn't there like some event this year or something like something special with D this year uh the, i don't know about events but like spell jammers is coming out this year maybe that's what i'm thinking oh 
No, I'm thinking of like something I'd already seen where they were saying like 2024 is a year to that they're going to like get on a lot of new shit. Yeah, I think that's when the new stuff is coming out, but it just sounds like it's going to. Well, it's got it to almost sounds modular where it's going to fit in with fifth edition, but still be new. Yeah, well, that's what I think they have to do because like they they already live the nightmare that was going like because going from first to second edition wasn't a big deal because second edition was like fixing a lot of shit Mm -hmm. but like they already lived the nightmare of going from second to third where it's basically a different game and then going from third to fourth and having everyone fucking hate them for like a decade yeah Uh... yeah, like they literally just they, they they boned themselves so hard that a whole competitor came up out of it that's wild and so the fact that now they're sitting on fifth edition, which everyone agrees is like pretty okay. Yeah. Like not not perfect, but like yeah. we're 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 in a good spot right now. And it's gotta feel like how it did with um with going from second to third or three five to four, where it's like I mean, we're good. We don't have to move that number, do we? Like if we move that number, that's a big deal. Yeah. Maybe they'll just pull a Halo and call the next one infinite and then it'll be terrible and make me hate the franchise. But they're going to release the multiplayer DVD oh. later. Oh. Okay, yeah. I, I can almost guarantee you it's 2024 that shit's going to happen because that's the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Ooh. But I love seeing it. I mean, Stranger Things had DNT. We have yeah. Critical Role it's, with their animation. Which actually is, it came because of Pathfinder. It's as mainstream as like WWE got in the 90s at this point. Like, it's speaking of WWE's like DD stuff now, right? Like, isn't there a bunch of people like play that? And then I think there's WWE people that play DD like on their own shows. Yeah, that that I'm waiting for the key guys to get released by WWE at some point so that they can go make it with their friends again. I feel like as much as they probably pay Austin Walker, (laughs) I'd love to see Stone Cold do that. (laughs) <laughs> he's just gonna make fun of the whole, whole time it's gonna be like oh uh, stone cold it's your armor class he's like what do you need to know what the fuck is armor class and starts drinking <laughs> I got leather boots <laughs> or he's gonna get super into it and just be like all right a stomp like mud he, hole well you have to roll yeah. roll a strength he... check no i just do it <laughs> okay <laughs> i just do it <laughs> can he roll the dice though just throws him across the room and grabs a beer they're just all 20s <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> He breaks glass every time, but it's all 20s. One of the best intro songs ever. <laughs> Start breaking the glass. Um, but yeah, do they, they that movie trailer just looks wildly competent. Looks like they put money into it. Yeah, like they got some stuff right. Yeah, like I'll nitpick, but it was mainly just a joke between my current group, but a lot of it looked right. Like to start off with a black dragon instead of like a classic red dragon, just having like puking up, just like this. <laughs> Acid, tar. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Oh, it was acid. I thought it was like. Well, it, I don't know what is tar. <laughs> yeah, it, it is an acid. Uh, but yeah, I just it was, I saw it, it from was, my phone. It was, a, it was a black liquid. Just corrosive is what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. But even like just the fact that it felt fun, which I think that's the problem everyone makes with fantasy is they feel like fantasy has to be dour and dark, and it's like, dude, this is the point of this game is you get together with people you ostensibly like mm-hmm. to have fun. Like you can have scary shit happen, but they have fun and they like are a group that is all like, I, I hope there's not like a million backstabs and swerves with the group dynamic. It's like, yeah. no, the whole point of a D&D group is like when they gel, it's that magical moment and they need to feel that in the movie. There yeah. needs to be that moment where they realize that like 
yeah, if a bard walks in that room on his own, his ass is going to die playing music. But the second he's got the right backup, oh shit, it's I on. Like, bard inspiration. <laughs> yeah, I hope they play around with like some of the 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 memes or tropes of the game too, because it already sounds like it when they're just like, we didn't know we were going to accidentally summon the pure evil of whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's something that a, a party happen. would do. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> even it, it was the Lord of the Rings like series as well. That's gonna catch. Did you see yeah. the trailer for that too? Yeah, that seems a lot of money. And then Game, the yeah. Game of Thrones one. Yeah, the Game yeah. of Thrones one that some people are excited about. I mean, I'll still watch it. I'll watch it. I'm not going to say I'm not. <laughs> Look, I'm going to watch it, clearly. I just don't know how much of it I'm going to watch. I have, I have high hopes. I hope it's good. Protect your heart. That's what I'm doing. Just <laughs> Yeah. Like, you know. the stories they're basing it on are cool stories. That's an awesome time frame in the, in the overall, like, Lord of the... Or not Lord of the Rings. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones world, but, like... Yeah. The, I mean, the they burned us pretty hard, man. They burned us real bad. Yeah. Because of the dragons, yeah. <laughs> I uh, same with that Lord of the Rings show. Like, I'll watch it, but the last Lord of the Rings thing I invested a lot of time in was a really terrible trilogy. Oh, the Hobbit! I pretend mm-hmm. that doesn't that didn't happen. <laughs> also, it's it's weird to me that apparently this is not connected to the Lord of the Rings movies, and it legally can't be even though it looks a lot like those movies like 10,000 years before it yeah Yeah. i mean i guess you you can because uh gladriel is in it or whatever but even even then they have to make sure that their vision their version of gladriel is like like the it's like the winnie the pooh thing now because he's um (laughs) public domain where like anybody can write a winnie the pooh story you just have to triple check that whatever you're writing about was not originated in a disney cartoon Mm -hmm. or book so it's not it's like that with the Lord of the Rings. They can write anything. I think they have the rights to the Silmarillion and a couple of other like small collections of things, but like they're not allowed to really go hard into the Lord of the Rings proper. They can go so far into the appendices, but like only to a certain yeah, extent. Well, like specifically like the fellowship series, right? Yeah. Like, they can't do that stuff, but like they can have hobbits, but they can't make their hobbits be exactly like the hobbits from the movie were which seems weird because at this point that's how i think they can it's it's more the book stuff because the the it's uh, all tom bombadil yeah oh god i wish i want tom bombadil on something so bad bombadil palooza oh tom bombadil is a jelly fellow i can't remember how it goes but um <laughs> the movies themselves that stuff they can do stuff with it has to do more with the books and the, I was actually reading up on the Tolkien Society shit like yesterday. Not nerd. Yeah, that's how I go to sleep, right? Um, and it, it more or less they they're trying to like copyright like old photos of Tolkien himself and just like yeah. mess around with that stuff. Uh, but as far as like the, the what they can do with the story, they can still do whatever happened in the movies. It's just more the the written stuff is what they don't have the rights to, and they may even because it was like after Christopher died that. Like everyone had everything. Yeah, it's just it's just so weird. Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. So, what material does Amazon have the rights to? Because yeah, it's a lot of like you can do this, but not this. It's funny so they because, have the uh, rights solely. D and D when it first started had hobbits and uh, a Balrog and a bunch of other like Lord of the Rings things, and so Lord of the Rings sued them 
and so that's how we have halflings and yeah oh yeah like okay so i had it backwards so amazon has the rights solely to the fellowship the ring of the ring the two towers return of the king the appendices and the hobbit that is all they have the rights to they cannot reference the Silmarillion, Unfinished Tales, or History of Middle-Earth, or anything that takes place in those books. Okay. So and That's like, who, even that's like telling, what WB has or something, right? Yeah, but like, even though they're telling a story in the Second Age, which I, I'm not a, any kind of Tolkien expert, but I'm pretty sure, even though the Second Age is referenced a lot in the appendices especially, it's that's kind of the point of the Silmarillion Unfinished Tales and History of Middle-Earth is like it gets into what the Second Age was. So whatever they do, it can only be if it also appeared in the appendices. Yeah. Which lucky, lucky for them, those appendices are deep. So, so weird yeah. though. The that I had to learn a lot was more like one of my friends was upset because the statue looked different and he was like, <laughs> it's not even the right statue. I'm like, they literally can't make it that statue. Like they don't have the rights to the way that statue looked. They can just make a new statue called that. Don't get me on how Token created the pluralization of dwarves. (laughs) Yeah, and then I sat there for an hour and a half explaining why I think that Tolkien as a writer was an amazing world builder, but maybe not the best writer overall. That's what happens when the fairy tale you made for your grandkids ends up being a multi-million dollar... It's what happens it's what happens when you desperately need a really good editor and you got popular enough that you can say fuck off to the editor. <laughs> so what happens when you just really need to rub it and see his lose his face? Well, you see, I've written an allegory of Jesus. Allegories are stupid. This clearly is World War One. <laughs> Not allegories are stupid, you old bitch. <laughs> no, no, look, or <laughs> you literally wrote about the rise of industrialization. I don't think so. Stop smoking weed. <laughs> Kids back to work. Where's my pipe weed? Yeah. So fucking goofy. Um, God damn it. There was something. We even talked about this in the beginning, like things we had done. Are you going to get the uh, Fortnite Magic, the Gathering cards? No, no, I can't. I've, I've already told you guys I can't go down that path. I've almost ordered Secret Lab cards so many times, but I know the second I order any, that opens up a a bad bad door for me like i'm legit just not allowed to play magic yeah i i I installed the the digital version of it on my ipad and it's pretty decent and within like an hour of playing it i was so into it that i was about to drop like a hundred bucks on a pack of card like a card bundle and i was just like okay what am i doing get out of this on my phone because that's what i was waiting for was the phone versions but it's still not the same i did get into what's about a year ago, I, yeah. started, I started playing another game called Keyforge, and it was made by Richard Garfield also. Yeah, I was into Yu Gi Oh! Yeah, you, I, I did jump back into it briefly when it came out on the Switch for Yu Gi Oh! But uh, Keyforge, Richard Garfield, the premise of the game was that each deck is already pre made. You buy a, a pre made deck, you can't edit it at all. Each deck is completely randomized, so there's new, no two decks that are the same. And they use like this crazy algorithm to like build the decks and produce them. And then like last year, some hacker or whatever basically either held the algorithm hostage or just completely completely de- uh, deleted it. And so they weren't able to produce more decks. Oh, God. And until recently where the original team uh, decided to make their own company, they bought it 
because Fantasy Flight Games had, had ownership of it. They bought the rights to it, so now it's coming back. And because it's coming back, they had like a huge sale on the old website for like all the accessories. And so I bought like five really big deck boxes and like five really small deck boxes for like 90% off. So I just got like a big shipment of shit, shit over here right now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait to get back into that game. Uh, I miss I miss it so much. I miss playing card games. We oh my god! At my new job, we were uh, on one of the early days. We were just doing doing busy work setting the store up. We had to open just tons of boxes full of our custom like shopping bags, um, fresh from China. Like boxes all have like Chinese import and export shit on them. It's crazy, but the smell of wherever they printed oh, that... those. It's the exact smell of opening a booster box of magic oh the good oh. smell i thought you're gonna say oh, the bad it smell because fucked a... with me so hard i'm sitting there opening it and i'm like this is oh a... i hate saying i'm addicted to it but like i, I get smell. it man yeah, like they, the put chemicals, in a candle because that smell released, hit and i'm literally looking up. online like okay well that new set if it, it just came out <laughs> like how much can i get a box for and then i see there's like you can now get boosters or collectors boosters that have different odds. I'm like, well, is it worth it for me to buy the collectors boosters? Like the train spotting where you're like, people's just <laughs> that dude. That's what it was. And again, I had to hit that point. Where I was like, stop, 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 stop. You're, mean, not, allowed. You, you're if, not allowed. You're not allowed around if this if anymore. Do it. I mean, I want to do it because I do miss Magic too. It's, a, it's again why I was getting the best Forge card game because there's a, a single player mode for KeyForge. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, I don't want to try to find someone else to play with. I get that. I, we we had to recruit more people for our D and D campaign because other people kept backing out of just different schedules. So good that my curse worked. But we're still playing. <laughs> it's been fun. Like it's it's doing what D and D does. Are you guys doing it this, together and play? Are you guys playing this Saturday? Yeah, yeah playing on Saturday. Okay. Because shockingly, Sean is also DMing for us on Sunday. He doesn't like to do back to back. Yeah, we get him first. You enjoy our sloppy seconds. I already had him twice this month. Whoa. Oh God! <laughs> I know we've played like consistently once a month for the last like three or four months, which since I joined is the longest we've played consistently. Nice. We're about even to like, finish ours, I think, in this next session. Even this weekend, like yeah. I might have to leave early, but I don't. I don't know that I will. I just want to make sure Sean's prepared. If I do have to be like, all right, peace him out. <laughs> I think yeah, it's funny because. <laughs> Hannah has been more and is now part of the core people that are there now and people that have been there since the beginning have been on and off. So it's really, yeah, about three or four of us that have been consistent. <laughs> yeah. Like there's, there's one person we play with that I love playing with him, but he just, he, unfortunately he's got a lot of stuff going on. So he's not there all the time and it bums me out because I love him. He's a cool guy. And then yeah, another person who I've only met once. <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves him i really want to get to know him more but i'm like i have allegedly he's pretty the cool. same zoom with you one time <laughs> yeah. and, even Apparently he and i are we're not allowed to be in the same the same game actually your other personality well i guess he was there a lot when i before i started playing and now that i've started playing he's been there one time for like even then he was only there for like part of the session yes we need a pitch in for better internet for him or something <laughs> Ah, uh, let him live his life. He's in Ireland. It's so far away. Uh, I was talking about the other guy. <laughs> oh, I did, did, wait—is there another guy that I've never even met? Wait, it has a. Oh, 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 okay. I know who that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, eventually, will all three of us get back into a campaign or something? I, uh, especially with the way my new job's laying out, um, 
it turns out those early the the early morning DD sessions my life can work around those it's great yes we're gonna do the your fairy tale one I, I i need to get back to writing that one i stopped when i was looking for like really hardcore looking for a job and then got this one and worked a weird amount in the last like went from like not working for a year like not doing like working for somebody working to like having a regular job again and one i didn't realize how much i missed it but also like i forgot how little time i had <laughs> to do anything i'm just like oh there there's not enough time in the day you guys yeah. know about this yeah our messenger has been pretty dry lately <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sorry yeah i just <laughs> see that that you guys read it but then that was it dude yeah. <laughs> i'll i'll literally get to work at like my normal shifts are like two in the afternoon to like 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night I'll get to work at like two. I will not have time to touch my phone or do anything until I go to lunch. I've got 30 minutes. I look at my phone for a minute. I'm like, I'm gonna look at my phone. I just sit there and relax for 30 minutes, go back in and it's 11 o'clock. Turns out people people really like marijuana. <laughs> yeah, I need who, you to run yours because I, knew? I really wanna be a gruff rabbit person that is super serious but accidentally gets into comedic situations. Such a specific thing to want. Yes, I need to play this. It's in my head. And all, it won't all he does is constantly scream about how he's got kids to take care of. <laughs> I got kids. I got twenty of them. I'll That's pay the you too. Pay to get out of here. I got kids. I can't get out of here for less than ten grand. Like I want uh, another like D and D session where we had with the three hours later, like the the one that Sean was on, mm-hmm. and we played for like six to seven hours. Like, yeah, that's a normal game. I know we don't get yeah. that with our campaign. It's like three or four hours. It's like, no, I want Mountain Dew. Like, yeah. I have a whole damn house. We have adult yeah. money. We could make this happen. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> the other the other weird thing with having a new job is that also it's weird to have a job where I feel like if I went to my boss and said, Hey, I can't work and pick the day and said I consistently need this day off. I think the answer to it would just be like, okay. Yeah. Isn't it great? Like just working for a company like so that. So fucking weird. So weird, man. Like I told, I told Alex before you jumped on Matt, like when I had to call out cause I tested positive for COVID, like I, I apologized about 50 times. I was just like, I'm sorry. Like, I know this is terrible. And like, it got to the point where my boss literally said like, stop apologizing. It's okay. You didn't do this on purpose. You yeah. done what you can to avoid it. It sucks that it happened. We'll deal with it. It's fine. Just feel better. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, anything you need me to do? Like, is there stuff I can help with this like not I don't have to be contact anybody he's like I just need you to rest and feel better and I'm like oh okay that retail oh. PTSD is, oh, yeah, is a so, lot so, to deal with it's not gonna leave I'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> no no I, I I write my own schedule I don't clock in and clock out I still show up to work right at nine no one tells me to show up at nine these people come in at 9 30 sometimes 10 doesn't matter to say, Hey, what's going on? No one says like, where have you been? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm there at eight 30. Sometimes no one is telling me to, and I've been there for a year now. It is it's just there. My roommate shows up to work most days about a half hour early. Nobody's told her to do it. She just likes to, because then she gets to leave early sometimes. And like, nobody questions it because they're like, you're an adult. You've got your stuff. Uh, on. I left at three 30 today. Yeah. It's because <laughs> no like, again, you're an adult. They're like, <laughs> I'm going to assume you're smart and everything you need to get done today got done. Or if it didn't, you have a yeah. plan for how to get it done. So yeah, go home. Like I've, I've never left past five. 
on a normal day. Like if I'm traveling, sure, but like and crazy enough, I'll bet if you had to think. I'll bet if like tomorrow you had to be at work until seven o'clock at night, you'd be like, ooh, a long day and just do it and not even be upset. Yeah. So sometimes I'm just there just hanging out anyways. <laughs> yeah. I had a uh, prior to prior to having the whole week off of COVID, I only had one day scheduled off this week. And when I saw it, I was like, ooh, only one day. That's rough. Anyway, fun job. I'll be there. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Especially the way like the tips work. I'm like, so you'll let me get a lot of money to just show up and okay. This is cinchy. I'll do this all day. I finally understand Captain America. <laughs> so the time to share my challenge because I need to go yes. go get it real fast. Gotta go poop. Gotta go get it. Yep. Well, I <laughs> oh, forgot I before recording. No, I'll be right back. This is all why right. Alex wanted us to all be in person before I got the plague. He was gonna set it down in front of us and scare us. Just testing out the different vaccines. Yeah. My challenge is COVID. Matt, you're the only one that hasn't tried it yet. No. Just have it for three hours. Tell me how you feel. After three hours, just get rid of it. Uh, that was the one of the weirder things for me is like after spending two years terrified of getting it, to get it and have things like, I, like the worst symptom I've had the whole time was the congestion. Hmm. And all I had to do was like take a hit off some Afrin and I was like, oh. So, so I don't have to like eat horse paste? Okay. I still can. My I mean, challenge. Yeah, don't have to. Yes. Go. It's something I've showed before because oh, I saw it on TikTok that reference Invincible. You can't see has that on TikTok. They'll now <laughs> has now become my favorite comic book series of all time. And so if and even on the cover of volume one, this is the perfect superhero comic for anyone missing Invincible. Quote from Robert Kirkman. Mm-hmm. So I'm like sweet i've been meaning to read this right now with my schedule i have to be forced to do this that's why i love our podcast um so this is the comic book radiant black radiant black i have not heard of it yeah it's it's by it's um yeah something look look up honestly that i'd let's see if it gives me the synopsis where i could read it real fast Okay, so this is a little brief thing. For fans of Invincible and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Sold, comes a brand new ongoing series from acclaimed writer Kyle Higgins, who wrote Ultraman, also sold, and Cal, I think I'm sold. Yeah, Nathan Burnett has just turned 30 and things aren't great. He's working and failing at two jobs. His credit card debt is piling up and his only move is moving back home with his parents. But when Nathan discovers and unlocks his ethereal cosmic radiance, he's given the power to radioactively change his fortunes. It's time. There's just one problem. The powers don't belong to him and the cosmic beings who created them want them back by any means necessary. Bill Cipher. So Radiant Black Volume 1, I think will get us to three hours. But just looking at like the, I can't even show the, but it's so it's colorful. It looks very like well done. Yeah, they got way more colors in black. Yeah, there's some blue. Oh, that one, that one is. So, anyways, radiant black. Take... I'm, I'm gonna start reading this tonight. I uh, you have to finish Gravity Falls. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good book. I'm way more into this. I can yeah, I can do both. You, you could be like lazy Susan. Ooh, that is good. <laughs> 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 What Matt, you uh, 
I, I take no take no ownership over any of the ads you get for what I just sent to you. I think huh. highly recommend an ad blocker. I see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I know it's gonna be like soggy for the audio part, but like just the just the sheer art of it. It looks great. I'm, I'm looking and scrolling badass. through the first episode or first am, issue right now. Honestly, I have been in the mood for something Sentai-ish. So perfect. Because yeah, I was Sentai-ish. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this is, right? Yeah, that's the website I sent you to. It, like the title's cut off. It's Radiant Black. <laughs> oh, hey, oh. <laughs> but I was yeah. even like jumping into like uh Cayman Rider recently, like the the current season. Like I need I need something transforming people. So here yeah. we go. Super excited really, really. for this. Um, the artwork is very Corey Walker. Like it does. It it definitely has that that invincible vibe. Have you started it then, Alex? No, I've had it on my shelf. That and um, there's another comic book series that if we don't, get to don't use us to work through your backlog. Um, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I do. He's that's literally told us. Have you times. not like watched the episode of Invincible? <laughs> because you were there. And that's the only time I read it. <laughs> I know it's. But now I have weird. everything. Does that mean you're gonna stop Gravity Falls? Next challenge is to clean my house. Let's do this. <laughs> Three hours while I drink a lemonade. I love that I've already got my challenge set just because I've talked to you guys about it a thousand times this week, and Alex needs the the push to watch it. Is it what what one of these times is gonna be? Um, uh, oh, sunny. It's, it's been happening since like episode one. I you was like, yeah, reason, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. The, the only reason I don't ever suggest it is because there's never a time when it's not on rotation in my house. Yeah. Like it's literally every single night when I go to bed, I reach over, grab my remote, turn my TV on, kick on Hulu, erase my watch history if it's always sunny, pick the last episode I was on and let that... I go to bed with it. It's so weird. It's, it's gonna be a, a bonus episode. Like, hey, I finally lost three hours yeah. worth of this. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it's yeah, it'll be your, something uh, where I'm gonna I'm gonna like hand you three hours worth of episodes and just be like, just watch these six episodes. Here's my picks. Yeah, it could be. It's got to could the point be. where I like I listen to the podcast and then I'll if I'm working and listening, I'll actually pause the podcast and then put on that episode that they're talking about real I, quick. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that part. I love that part. If I were to challenge It's Always Sunny on here, that's probably how I would do it. It would be like, listen to a, a handful of episodes of the podcast and then watch the episode along with it. Their podcast is so good. I like, hear great things about it. Yeah. I mean, it's just you fun. listen to it because they honestly hardly talk about the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll have like a 40-minute episode where they're like, oh, yeah, we're talking about this episode. And they're like, it's depending on the season, it's either, I can't believe you made this for no money or... Hey, isn't it crazy how we had money and got this guest star? But like most of it is them just talking. <laughs> it's just a bunch of guys talking about how like how much cooler their lives are now that they're rich. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part is like they don't hide it. They're just all like, yeah, it sucked back then. I had no money. It's great now. I have all the money. Remember when Danny DeVito pulled out a bag of teeth? Yeah. <laughs> like occasionally they'll have like another person from the show on, which at this point is just two of the care two of the actors' wives who are also yeah. on the show. And even when they're on it, like they hang, they they hold their own with it, just no problem. Sometimes they'll have a sex doll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a period of time when Glenn Harrowton was out of town filming a video, and uh, the other two guys still want to record in person because they just like it more. So they use the prop they have from a season of It's Always Sunny of him as a sex doll. <laughs> 
and then of course made made sure to use that sex doll as a trombone of course Th- things went into that <laughs> mouth no 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 d's though no d's went in the mouth <laughs> d reynolds i feel like i might end up rewatching adventure time also now that we now like once I finish uh, Gravity Falls, I have to go back and I need to finish it because I remember that was one of the shows that took like years to. It's so many episodes. Yeah, like even only being eleven minute episodes, there's two hundred eighty three of them. Once you got Plant Hand, I was like, okay, I'm done. I binge watched Naruto, and I'm how I is Isn't it like a million episodes? <laughs> it took me a year and a half. I keep seeing the broccoli uh, video going around now. Oh yeah, Broccoli was one of the best characters that wasn't, you know, a main character, so to speak. <sighs> I really like Naruto and shit pudding phase. Shippuden was pretty shit good. Pudding. Shit pudding. I assumed it was like a bunch of uh Clayface and Harley Quinn crossovers. Yeah, I was gonna say is that like an R-rated Harley Quinn shit pudding? <laughs> shit pudding. <laughs> shit pudding. <laughs> ah shit pudding. So I think that's uh, it that's for this cool. episode. Uh, Alex, you got the socials ready? Yeah, everything is on our uh, link tree. That's linktr.ee forward slash three hours later. That's the number three. And hours later, all spelled out. Shit pudding. Shit pudding. Naruto shit pudding. It's like a hamburger helper. <laughs>